Today I want to start off by talking to you about the famous building in Pisa called the Leaning Tower of Pisa. And uh, some of you may know this, but the original idea for the tower was not to be leaning. The, the reality of the geography of Pisa is that it is actually located between two major rivers in Italy. And uh, these two rivers actually created a, an entire town that was formed on what they would call alluvial deposits of sand, clay, uh, and really just not very firm or solid uh, material. When the engineers began building the tower, I think it was like three stories up, they discovered that uh, it was starting to leak. And they did something remarkable. Now, just as a reference, if you look in history, you will discover that they built two other towers in Pisa, which also began leaning. But the tower, the, the leaning tower of Pisa was different in that, unlike the other two towers, the engineers decided to compensate for the lean by building the structure, uh, by compromising the, the, uh, the structure and building it in a curved shape. So if you can imagine like a banana, they built it with compensation for the lean. Whereas these other two towers that began leaning, uh, they built them as straight as the original blueprints have, designed, have been designed. Now, interestingly enough, as soon as they started uh, finishing the tower, as we know, it continued to be more. And efforts, I believe, in 1990 were taken to try to prevent this from leading to a dangerously steep level. And so they began to actually dig away at the foundation of the opposite side uh, of the lean and to try to correct it. Idea is that at some point they do this progressively. They don't just do it all at once. The idea is that they want to try to correct it to uh, a safe and uh, a safe and acceptable amount of lean. Now, what's interesting about this little fact is that it highlights that without a proper foundation, terrible things can happen. And today I want to talk to you about two homes. Jesus mentioned them in the Gospel of Matthew. He mentioned them at the very end of his delivery of what is now known as the Sermon on the Mount. And I want you to notice that two men, two different men, built two different homes. Now, before I tell you more about these two homes, I want you to think that Jesus just gave a sermon and it was filled with principles about this new kingdom which he had come to set up. And as he delivers this message, no doubt as the people are getting ready to disperse, there are going to be two different responses, um, two different responses to the, to the words of Jesus. And Jesus wanted to give this particular um, Message wanted to give this particular message in, in light or response to the sermon that he had just given. He wanted people to take action upon what he had taught. And so Jesus actually begins by 
telling, or he ends, I should say, by speaking about two men that built two homes. And I want to read the first description of what we now call the wise man. Jesus said, therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. Now, something that I want to point out is that both in English and in the original Greek language, there is a determiner here. It's the word his. And that's existent in the original language as well. And I'm, I'm emphasizing that to say that there is a personal element about this house. In other words, the house was built by the man. And it's mentioned in verse 26 as well. Uh, and the reason I'm pointing this out is because this is a metaphorical use for a house. Jesus was not trying to give construction tips uh, for the listeners of, the sermon, of his message on the mountain. Jesus was trying to make a metaphor or an allegory to something spiritual. And when you look in scripture at building something that's personal, uh, the Bible uses this metaphor referring to a person's character. For example, if you read in Jude 1 and verse, or Jude verse 20, the Bible says, But you, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith. Now, what did Jude mean by that? Jude wasn't talking about bodybuilding per se. Jude was talking about building up your character through faith in Jesus. So in scripture, it's not just Jesus, but other writers understood or they alluded to this concept of building yourself as the idea of uh, creating or forming character. Now, keep in mind that when we talk about character, in the biblical sense, character is really two things. It's the thoughts and the feelings. And those two things combined make what the Bible describes as character. Now, please understand that when Jesus gave the sermon, these people had all heard what Jesus had to say. In other words, they all had heard the words that Jesus had taught and now they were left with the idea of, what am I going to do with what Jesus has taught? What am I going to do with what Jesus has presented? And so now Jesus hones in on the differentiation between the wise and the foolish man. The wise man is the one that hears and does what Jesus has said. Now, do you realize that when it comes to character, this is really how character is formed. Character is formed when a person not only hears the truth, but practices the truth. In other words, a person has to be willing to do what Jesus says. And in doing that, um, maybe you've heard this little chain that when a person does something, uh, that action, if repeated, will form a habit. And that habit, if repeated, will form character. And that character is what determines a person's ultimate destiny. So perhaps that can be applied in this concept, that by hearing and doing, a person is building his character upon the foundation, which we want to go into right now and discuss. Now, I want, to, I want us to understand that in both cases, in both stories that Jesus presents, Jesus mentions that the winds blow, the rains fall, and then the, you know, the streams beat against it, and one home survives, the other one does not. Now, I'm sure you realize 
that this, of course, is the analogy for trial. And the difference between the wise and the foolish man, of course, is that the wise man has built on a rock. He's built on a solid foundation. It's not hard to discover that in scripture, uh, the analogy of a rock, or the metaphorical use of the term rock, is often associated with Jesus or his words. In fact, in 1 Corinthians 3, verse 11, Paul wrote, other foundation can no man lay uh, than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. In other words, Jesus Christ is the foundation upon which a character that will last and endure through trial will survive. Jesus also said, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. Again, this metaphorical idea of Jesus' words being something solid, something unmoving, something which will stand uh, despite what rains or winds or, or storms may come. Uh, Isaiah 40 verse 8 says, the word of our God shall stand forever. So the permanence of Jesus, of his words in scripture are linked metaphorically or analogously to a rock. And please understand that when Jesus says this, that the wise man builds his house upon the rock, uh, it's, it's simply the combination of doing what Christ had said and of course, in doing that, a man forms a character according to the principles of what Jesus had, of course, outlined in his word. Now, the foolish man, he likewise builds a house. So it's not that some people build a house and some people don't. Everyone builds a house, which means every single person responding to the truth that Christ brings into their life, whether they accept it or reject it, is building some kind of but it's interesting that in Matthew 7, and both men, by the way, both men experience tests that come. I do want to point out that the rains, the winds, the, the, the streams that beat against these homes, they don't build the house. They simply reveal the strength of the house. And uh, one author said it this way, it is in a crisis that character is revealed. So it's easy, you know, to be a, a nice Christian. It's easy to be nice when things are easy. Uh, but what a person really is, who they really are, is demonstrated when the trials come. That's what a person really is. That, that's evidenced by the storms, the trials, the streams that beat against the house. Now, please keep in mind that those trials they simply reveal who we are. Um, have you noticed uh, with the epidemic that, or the pandemic now, uh, that people, human nature, the baser elements of human nature are beginning to come out? Uh, we've heard of people that have, you know, bought out entire stores of hand sanitizer only to try to resell them in this time of great need and uh, in this time of great danger to try to resell it at much higher prices. Uh, we've heard of people that have you know, hoarded and, and stockpiled and, and even fought over some of these basic necessities that people are scrambling for today in grocery stores and, and uh, you know, these warehouse stores around the country and probably around the world. Now, as we hear these stories, it just reminds us again that when the trials come, and those trials come to every person, the wise and the foolish man. But when those trials come, it simply reveals the strength of the character that 
I want to read something that is mentioned in the Gospel of Luke that's not mentioned in the Gospel of Matthew. Luke 6, verse 47 makes this statement about the second man. But he that heareth, that's, this is verse 49, but he that heareth and doeth not is like a man that without a foundation built a house upon the earth. Now, do you notice that Jesus didn't say that the second man built his house on a sand foundation, uh, rather that this man had no foundation. It says without a foundation. Um, and I'm sure you understand this, that in ancient as well as modern times, construction techniques for foundations was a simple concept that basically the weaker superstructure is anchored to the foundation. Which means that if the man doesn't have a foundation, then his you know, superstructure, the house, ultimately gets washed away. And I've heard someone say that if you don't stand for anything, you'll fall for everything. Um, and you know, folks, this is true. When we are tested, when we are tried, we show what we really are. We show our true belief system. And I think Dietrich Bonhoeffer, the German theologian, he said the most eloquent, he said, if you believe, then you will do. And if you do, it's because you really believe. So another way to say that would be, what we do is revealing our core character values. And, you know, this is really kind of a message that I think was needed for Christians to reflect during this time of isolation and quarantine. There are going to be more tests that will come in the future. They may not be on this grand of a scale, but make no mistake, there are tests, there are trials that will come. And um, do you know the story of Alexander the Great um, when he reached the Cairo Pass, which goes from Pakistan to India through the Himalayan mountains? It's like 30 something miles long. As he marched his soldiers through this pass, there were no maps that were drawn for that part of the world. Um, in Asia Minor, in Greece, where Alexander was from, nobody had ever charted those parts of the world and brought back maps. So when Alexander marched there with his men, it was like he was marching off the map. And you know, folks, I feel like we are in that similar situation right now. Many of you, like me, not recall a single instance in the history of humankind uh, when such a large-scale lockdown has happened with, uh, you know, coordinating governments working together in such a fashion. Now, I'm not saying that this is the worst pandemic that has ever happened, not at all. Uh, but I think that we are seeing things within the last, I don't know, within the last decade that on an unprecedented scale of human achievement or human destruction, we are seeing things happening that it's it's like we're marching off the No one's ever been here before. And you know, with with these changes and with these developments, we need to know that no matter what comes, 
we have a solid foundation. And friends, just as a house isn't built in a day, um, that house built on the rock doesn't happen overnight, but it happens as we listen to the words of Christ, we put them in practice, those actions form habits, those habits form character, and that character is what determines our destiny. So I want to challenge you to dig deep. I want to challenge you to spend time in God's Word. I want to challenge you to practice the words of Christ because we don't know what's coming. I don't think anybody can tell us how long these situations will last, when there will be relief. I think what we do know is that no matter what comes, if we have prepared ourselves, while we may not be able to control what's happening around us, we can definitely know that Christ will help us remain true and steadfast in becoming Christ, in becoming Christ. So I hope that's some encouragement for you. If you're joining us today, I want to thank you for joining us. This is an opportunity for us to reflect, because perhaps, uh, like me, you're not surrounded with so many distractions and you're quiet of your home, you have time to read, you have time to pray. This is an opportunity for us to reflect on our own character, it's an opportunity for us to reflect on God's word. And right now, as we close this message, I want to encourage you, even as I pray, to whisper a prayer to God and ask him to help you to form that character that will make it through the coming crisis no matter what comes. I want to invite all of you who are joining us, whether, uh, whether it's live or by video, to just at this time bow your heads with me as we close our message today. Our Heavenly Father, we are thankful. For the reminder that in this life we have a sure foundation in you. And maybe some of us haven't always built on that sure foundation. But my prayer is that you will help us to dig deep, to spend time in the world, to practice those words, and to help those actions form habits that will ultimately help us to form a solid character based on. Christ's example I pray that in the coming days, in the coming weeks, in the coming months, no matter what comes, we have 